fully loaded, prepare you For all of the above that I'm never letting get near you But still in all, give you every advantage I found Couldn't find a better fit for them, along with my crown And since the baton was passed, I've been down Cause feeling's not an option, and dad is not a noun, not at all Welcome, welcome to another episode of Dad Is Not A Now. My name is Ishmael, changing the narrative for men of color and fatherhood, as well as changing the narrative on the things I care about. And today, what I care about is my special guest with me today. His name is the one and only Jamal Staten. He's an f- amazing father. He's a comedian. He's an entrepreneur. He just created this, um, uh, I call it a, I know it's a cliche, but a, a daddy daycare uh for young boys, and he's on the show to talk about that and a lot more. Uh, Jamal, thank you for coming on the show. My first question, I ask all my guests. I'll start it all over again. (laughs) (laughs) That's the beauty of, um, you know, pre-recording. I can just edit it. All right, welcome, welcome to another episode of Dad Is Not A Now. My name is Ishmael, changing the narrative for Men of Color Fatherhood, as well as changing the narrative on the things I care about. And on today's episode of The Amazing Podcast, I have a special guest. He is a comedian. He's a father first. He's an entrepreneur. He's just created this amazing daddy daycare for for for, for young boys. Um, I have the one and only Jamal Staten. Thank you for coming on the show, brother. Thank the question, the first question I ask all my guests, because I'm all about mental health. Mm-hmm. How's your heart? Oh man, the heart is great. Uh, great support team, great support system. It's been in the best place that it's been in the 36 years of my life, man. I've been great. That's awesome, awesome. And just talk about your journey from to get to fatherhood. Um, did, did you have a, re- a great relationship with your dad? Yes, no. Like, just talk about that journey that led you into being an amazing dad. I did not have a great relationship with my dad, but my dad was always there. Um, I felt like he did the best that he could do with all the knowledge that he had. Um, I, I I don't really tear him down for what he lacked in because he didn't have it growing up. He just didn't want to put in the work to do forward. So I've forgiven him, and I've had to step up and and – just reel him back in as much as I could, as much as he would allow me to. So the adolescent childhood to adulthood wasn't great, but you know, he's, I'm still working on him. I, I won't give up on my dad because as long as I continue to work on him, I can continue to work on me. And what are some of the um, like positive qualities, uh, character realistics that you have that, you know, that you got from your dad? Cause I know no man is perfect, but what, are there any positive character characteristics that you got from him? Um, my dad was a true people pleaser. Like I think oh, that's yeah. probably one of the things that I got from him. He um, he had a really gifted way of words, man. He was a pastor. He's a pastor. He's still alive. He's a pastor. Um, he's he's done a lot. So I think I've taken some of that, you know, the stage presence stuff like that that I've transitioned over into the comedy world. I think that I've taken some of those things from him. And like, just talk about that. So, what came first? Was it the comedy? Was it, you know, the the entrepreneur? What 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 came first? Well, fatherhood came first. I became okay. a father at the age of nineteen. Actually, okay. um, I was nineteen years old when I had my first son. wasn't really equipped to do the things that I needed to do, man. But I did the best that I could. 
Um, at the time, I had a full scholarship on my way to Johnson Wells in um, North Carolina. I gave it up and I went out and I started sailing full time. I started becoming a merchant marine because financially, in order to take care of my son, I needed to make sure that I had everything that I that I needed at the time to to provide. You know, us as men are providers. So for right. a high school education, that was the only place I could go to to make enough money for three people to live off of. And that was the choice that I went with. And just talk about, because I'm a strong believer, no man is an island by, his, by himself. So mm -hmm. what was your, what was the support? Did you have that support system that helped you get through it? Or you just like, um, ended up all alone? So I had gotten married shortly after. Um, I got married, uh, actually, before my son was born, I would gotten married. Um, and, you know, it didn't end the way that I, I thought it would have, but um, it did come to an end, but my mother has definitely been like the biggest supporter, man. I, I, I could call her and just have conversations with her. Um, even, even up until now, she would still pick up the phone and call. So it's, she's been my strongest supporter, my most consistent supporter, but, um, she's slowly being relieved of those duties now. So it makes it a little bit easier for her to just enjoy life. And that's that's a and I do believe that's a important key factor of ha having that support system. Um, but just like just talk about that struggle. Talk about the, uh, talk about that the, those early struggles. You know, being a dad and you know supporting the family. Talk about that a little bit. Yeah, man. So um, being being an early dad for me was a little bit different. Um, my my wife at the time continuously went up and back and forth to New York. So I missed out on um, a lot of my son's childhood. I missed a lot out on the critical aspects of it because I was working, um, before I went to become a merchant marine, I was working two jobs. So I was a mechanic at day and I was a chef at night. Like it was a struggle, man. But like I said, I, my, my main focus was making sure that my son had everything that he needed. He never went with, you know what I'm saying? He never went one night hungry. I, I've gone several nights hungry before him. It's just, it was a beautiful sacrifice, man. And I honestly loved every moment of it, man. It was the best thing in the world for me at that time. And like, then talk about like, like how did you like learn those skills of being a good father? Cause like you were saying that, you know, you kind of didn't get that from your dad kind of. So how were you able to harness, harness those skills in your fatherhood? Well, um, her, her family was really supportive of me at the time we were married, my ex-wife. Her family was, um, my brother-in-law, Jason, actually was was somebody who I, I mimicked the most after when it mm -hmm. came to early early signs of fatherhood. Um, he he had a structure, he had a layout, and, and he was really involved with getting me on track of what it took to be a man. And, um, you know, I, I, I looked at, I observed a lot from other fathers and I, I, I I tried to become things that I, I felt like I needed as a child. So I tried to become those. And right. I think that was what really, really guided me. I think a lot of the, you know, that was the only guy that was around that I respected enough to listen to his opinion. But also, you know, I remember the things that I needed as a kid and I didn't have. So I wanted to be that. I, I remember that. And talk about your relationship with, with your kid, your first kid. And now, you know, you're a dad of five. So just talk about Talk about the relationship would you have with the first and then how's that relationship with all your kids? Because I know kids are, are different, you know, and you got to, you know, you know, right. yeah. have well, you know, different relationships with them. The early relationship, I wasn't there. Um, I'll be I'll be 
Blake, to be honest, I wasn't there. Um, there were times I would go on a boat and I would be gone for eight, nine months a year, um, only making, barely making it home for his birthdays. Like, you know, and I thought those were things that he needed when he actually needed a father the entire time that I was gone. So, um, to be honest with you, he's the reason that I wanted to do a daddy daycare because wow. I, I felt like if, if I had had a man represent me better while I was gone, that he probably, him and I would have had a better relationship because, um, you know what I'm saying? Like not to take anything away from his mom or not to take anything away from any woman that has to do this, but it's a lot for a woman to do, to raise a young boy into a man. And let alone like every woman isn't going to be the best woman to raise that young man. You know, some women, you know, if I did something, which I was doing stuff, you know, early on, I was a young kid. I was 19 years old when I got married, like my cheating, it would carry over. Oh, your daddy ain't this, you know, not saying that she did that, but you know, it was a, it was room for it to happen. And, um, you know, just being honest with myself, I was like, if I had a man just kind of structure him and, and basic things, if my father had stepped up and, been that that I needed, you know, if I had a, you know, what I'm saying my brother in law was no longer around, but if I had him around, he would have been able to kind of step in and say, Hey, your dad, you know, saying this is the way, and it would have just ended a, a lot better. But now we don't, we currently don't have a relationship at all. Um, and I think a lot of that stems from me having kids outside of, you know, after him, and right. as well as, uh, you know, him just feeling like they get a better version of me that he could. Right. So, you know, I, I, I see the pain, I see the hurt, but, you know, it's, 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 it's the truth. No, and it, 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 it's, it's sad, but at the same time, you know, you, you can't go back into the past. You can only, you know, be present and um, just talk about like the things you try to do to try to keep that relationship with them. Um. I do, I do a lot. Um, he just turned, like I said, he just turned 17. So I, um, I ended up buying a car, um, tried to gift it to him. Um, it wasn't received well. Uh, you know, I, I, I still try to, you know, reach out. I, I still am in contact with his sister. So I'll send, you know, let her, let, you know, Hey, let your brother know. I love him. I miss him. You know, you, you, you never want to really give up on your child. Um, even though they, you know, he's going through a phase where he's learning himself. Right. So, um, you know, I you, at this point, all I can do is be patient and wait, you know. Definitely. Because I feel like he's at that age where he needs you the most. Because, again, you know, you know, every eight, the development of a, a boy, you know, there's different stages, mm-hmm. you know, really important stages, especially when they're born, but especially when they, you know, enter those almost adult, when they're almost adult and they're trying to, you know, figure out, you know, the world. You know that 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 man, that father, that guiding hand is um, as critical in that time frame. Yeah, yeah, it it, it truly is, it truly is. But um, and it, it was rough for me because for a while I felt like I'd failed, you know. And that's something that all men go through. Like, hey, like you're you're only as good as the the fruit that you bear. And if you're you know what I'm saying, like if you're not bearing the right fruit and your seeds that came from you, like what are you? What are you really doing as a father? You know, and I question myself about that all the time. But at the same time, it's like you have, you know, your four kids mm-hmm. and you're pouring so much love in them because, you know, you missed out at that time with your first son. Yeah. But you're you're doing a phenomenal job 
you know, with your four kids, but just, just, like, just talk about that, the relationship with the four kids and how that relationship, how that relationship. Oh, the, 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 the other four, like I said, my daughter, um, she's older, she's 14, but the other ones, they, man, listen, if it's me and their mom, they're picking me every time, man. Like, I'm there. <laughs> like, um, I haven't missed any events. I haven't missed anything. I'm, my job now is here. So right. I'm involved with everything. I mean, they're, they're coming with me to comedy shows. Like they're, they're there. Like if you look at my, uh, my profile picture now, it's, it's them and I have one of my sons and I'm holding the other one's hand and we're at a comedy comic event. And they, you know, like it's, it's different, man. I mean, I've never seen a child. I've never had the opportunity to see a child cry over you. Like, wow. I don't want to go with my mommy. I want my dad. And that's, that is like, when you know you won, like that's like the yeah. Steph Curry, I'm gonna let it go, and I know it's yeah. in there. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> you walk away without looking. Yeah, I don't even need to look. Like, yeah, I'm doing that as a dad. You know what I mean? So that's awesome. And how um, how's your relationship individually with with them? Because I know when you have kids, they're all a little different. So I do a thing. Um, it actually, I, I should have done this with my son, but I I tried to do it, and it was a little too late. I think he was like 16 when I tried to do it. 15 or 16. But I take them on dates. Okay. I'm like, hey, we're going to go out. I'm going to come pick you up, you know, and it's just me and you. And even though, you can, you know, the youngest one can't talk yet, but I'm still, it's nobody else but me and him. Right. And we'll sit there and just conditioning it. Like, hey, this is your one-on-one -on -one time with your dad. Anything you want to talk about, anything you want to ask me, anything that you, you know, and it's, it's, it's helping just develop a better relationship. And... Like I said, this like I have a date um, this afternoon, so um, but that's not until like a couple of hours, man. But okay. it's it's exciting because they'll call in the morning. Hey, today's my date, right? You know, and you you kind of get that like, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> giving you the heads up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, yo, hey, I don't care. But if if you think about it, you know, four days out of the week, I'm 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 busy with my kids. You know, right. so it's I couldn't ask for any any better way to spend my time. That's awesome. And then talk about like that partnership with your wife, because it's, it's got to be a team effort, you know, with, with 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 the kids. So talk about that partnership dynamic and how it works. Yeah, we we didn't talk about this, but um, my younger my younger three kids, yeah. all a result of me being in the streets because I was married for ten years. So oh. I have each each one has a different mom. So that's that was me being like kind of in the streets right, like trying right. to, you know like i said i was married for 10 years and and then I, I i was finding trying to figure out who i was as a man right. thought it was by laying with every woman and conquering everything which wasn't the way right. um but it did result in beautiful kids and we have a great dynamic man so all of them actually do the 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 most to make sure that i stay on my p's and u's when it comes to being a father so i would have to credit all of them for making me that father but um yeah they it's it's been it's been real and i'm not i'm not doing it alone um my my fiance actually is is pretty you know pretty heavy in everything she she is the one who keeps me in check you know what i'm saying not to discredit anyone else but they all do their their parts when which they can and i think the awesome the awesome thing about your story is just the evolution and the growth into your manhood. Some figure it out like early in their life, some figure it out later in their life, but you figure it out. You know what? Yeah. 
and no one's story is perfect. No one has a perfect story. You know what I mean? We all have our highs and lows, but what we learn from it and what we pass on is the most important thing. And I love that, you know, you know, you 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 understood like your past, but it, it you're not allowing it to hinder your your present. Right. You know, and your relationship with your kids and just your relationship with the with, with everybody. And I think that kind of trans is trans uh, transitions into your male daycare center. So talk about that. Yeah. So the, the daycare center is really like a big new thing for me. This is something that I wanted to do. Um, I had spoke about it, man. And I was like, you know, I would like to see it because it came about, man, my middle son, um, his, his mom had a surgery and the daycare lady was closed um, that he was going to. But my son was always whiny. He was always fussy. He was he would never really like try to um, figure stuff out. So I got it started when I when he was with me for a week, and I saw it instantly stop. Right. He was like, "Daddy, I want this. Daddy, I want this." It was no more. Ah. Right. You know, and you see that, and you're like, "Wait, hold up." So you knew this the whole time, and in wow. that short period of time of me having him for a week, we were, like he went back to daycare, and she was like, "Well, what did you do to him?" And I was like, "Well, I mean, we've been together for." You know, I literally had him from sunup to sundown by myself and doing everything with him. And I noticed that, and she, everyone noticed that change like immediately, like small things that you do and you don't even notice that you do them as a dad, but it was like, right. I was immediate. And that's what got me started. And then um, I probably took about maybe a year, a year to just thinking about like, if I want to do it. And then um, one day I just said, you know, I got, you know, I got some help. I was like, yeah, let's open the stake here. Let's do it. The talk about um like some of the is there talk about the challenges that you have running a daycare. The challenges. So recently I posted on TikTok and that's how you found me. Um but you 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 have to deal with immediately, man. First thing they think of is a male run daycare. Nah, you're gonna be touching the kids. Right. You're giving me, you know what I'm saying? I've heard everything from you're gonna be out, you know what I'm saying? Like it sounds like Club Scouts vibes. Oh, you sound yeah. like the police, the Pope. Everything was negative, 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 man. And I was like, but I looked up stories and you can find these same stories that you're accusing me of. Women have done them. Yeah. I was like, I've seen the case where a woman put put the kids in the oven. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, so wh why would you risk sending your child to that daycare just because, yes, women are more nurturing. Right. However, you know, there comes a point in time where you'll say that a a male needs his father. Right. So, you know, my, my whole goal was to set it up so that, hey, your dad may not be here. He may be overseas. He may be in jail. He may not just be present in your life. Right. But you have to learn how to deal with men and become to become one, yeah. you know. And and I really took it as, amongst myself to say, hey, I'm going to sit here to do to make sure that I have I give you the tools that make you the best that you possibly can be. And I love what you're doing because you're, you're, you're reaching them at that age where they're soaking so much information and to have that mentorship at that early age is, 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 is transformative because a lot of kids at the age when they go to daycare, you know, you know, not a lot. I, I would say some may not see a, a male role model. Mm. It, whether if the father's not involved 
or maybe the father is, but the father's constantly working. Mm-hmm. And the only time he sees the, the kid, the only time when the child sees the kid is when the father comes home at night. Yeah. And, and with that being said, like I had one of the fathers came to me and told me recently, he was like, yo, I thank you because you've made it easier for me to bond with my kid. Cause he was dealing with the same whiny stuff that, he, right. that I, you know, that I had once dealt with. And he told me, he was like, yo, now when I get home from work, like, I don't have to worry. Like I can sit down and watch a TV show, still engage with him while I'm relaxing after working a 12 hour shift because he's able to talk to me at, at the age of two. And I was like, you, he needs that bonding. I kept telling him, I kept, this is why I took on the name coach. I, I feel like I'm coaching the dads who are 19 and where, where I was, you know what I'm saying? As opposed to how I am now, I have to coach you as a father to be a father because you may not have had, you may have come up with the same background that I've had. So it may take me to also, while I'm doing the work for your son, I'm also coaching you on how to deal with your son. When he's throwing a fit, maybe he might want this. So sit him down and talk to him. And I get to really like change two people's lives and the relationship. So that's why I love doing it this way. And I love it too, because I I, want to push back when you were saying that, yes, women or no are nurturers, men are nurturers too. And that's what you're doing. You're nurturing these young men and and you're helping them have these conversations where they have a better relationship with their dad or their mother or wh- whoever's raising them. And you teaching them the, the idea of having empathy and understanding and which, you know, is important for a human being. Yeah, very important. Very important, man. Um, and I, like I said, I didn't realize how big of a deal this would become. But I mean, after posting it, got filled up, man. Like I only had five slots because I'm doing it out of home. And I had somebody hit me up about coming to their establishment. And, you know what I'm saying? Like it's so much things that have that have unfolded from this. And I've had people now reaching out and asking how they can get something like that at in their city, how they can start their own. And I'm like, and I, I explain, I'm like I'm building relationships from that and I'm explaining to them like, hey, even if you don't want to open up a facility and do it full time, take a day off and go to a little daycare and just yeah. add, you build a relationship and just have all the boys come hang out with you for a couple of hours. Yeah. You know and what I'm saying? Think, yeah, definitely, definitely, man, definitely. I totally agree with you. And I think it takes one person to, to spark that fire. Yeah to get people involved in the community. Cause there's a difference than someone saying, yeah, I want to do something for the community. Yeah. And then someone's actually doing something for the community with Absolutely. what you are doing. Absolutely. Absolutely. And a lot of people were concerned about like how much you get paid. Is it enough to suffice for you? But I don't, if I did this for money, I wouldn't do it to be honest right. with you. I mean, you're getting paid less than $5 an hour to watch kids, but the reward comes when, if you look in um, the video that I posted on TikTok, I have two God kids. Right. Um, and their level of love and appreciation for me and what I've done. And you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I do it for. Like I, every time that I go to one of their basketball games, right after they give their mom and dad a hug, I'm right there and they're hugging me, you know what I'm saying? Thanking me. And, and it, it's a feeling that you can't, that can never be replaced by any dollar amount, you know, but you know, it, it, it is what it is, but it really helps, man. And those kids now, like, come in full circle. They're teenagers now. Yeah. So they're coming to me, helping me with my daycare, helping me with, you know what I'm saying? And and kid is how to raise a child and or how to be a man 
and a nurturer without the stereotypes of, you know what I'm saying, like having to worry about like, oh, you think I'm a woman because I have a daycare or you, you know, they just like, hey, I'm good at this and I'm going to be great at it. And I'm, I'm learning how to be a father and these tools I'm going to use when it comes my time to be a dad. So, you know, that's what and, I like. And you're doing amazing work, man. And that's why the reason why I wanted you to come on the podcast to share that story because, um, and, you know, percentage wise, um, I think it's what less than 3% of black males are teachers mm. in, in the country, yeah. you know, that's which we make what, uh, as a society, black people, we're only, I think less than 13% of the population in the United States. Yeah. And so I think it's important that kids of color see, uh, teachers and like yourself mm -hmm. that look like, that look like themselves. Because it, it just builds up their self-esteem. And hopefully that creates a, a, a wave of future um, black young male teachers in the future, which is yeah. really needed. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's definitely needed. This is one of the, I feel like one of the things that's needed the most, man. I don't think that black men understand how valuable that a black child looks up to you as. Um, for example, my my middle son he's two and i left him with my friend which is another black man that i i fully trust i left him with my friend and not one time did he have to raise his voice not one time did he have to threaten to hit him not one time because of the level of respect that that child has for a black man because he's seen what my you know and it was just it's just a good feeling great feeling Definitely, man. And it's been a great feeling having a conversation with you. But before we end this amazing conversation, you know, what advice do you have for dads, especially like dads is, that's about to have a kid or just dads in general? What, what advice through your past experience? My best advice for any dad is to conquer all your fears um, as best you can. Um, the reason that I say that is because your child may, if, if you have a fear of water, your, your child may want to learn how to swim and you've got to show them, hey, I can do this. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you may be in a situation where your child wants to train dogs and you may have a fear of dogs and you're going to say, hey, I can get through this. I'm not going to allow my fear to hinder your growth. You know, and I think once a man does that, once a father does that and the kid can even see you and take them with you to let them know, hey, I have a fear of this. But my love of you conquers any fear. And I love you more than my fear. So I'm going to get over this for you. And when a child sees you going through that, I just think it just sets off a different lightweight. Like it sets off a different relationship or anything. Like everything is different from that point on. So I, my advice is to conquer every fear. Like I had a fear of losing my hairline. And if you ever notice, my, my daughter gave me the, hair, the haircut that you see right now. Yeah. Yes, this is a result of my 14-year-old cutting my hair. <laughs> here I had, I'm, I'm sweating bullets. Uh, and in the video, she said, you remember when you burnt me with a, a curling iron? <laughs> yeah. Guess so, don't forget. <laughs> nah, they do not, man. So just any fear conquered, man. That's, I think that that's, that's what I live by now. You know what I mean? So definitely, definitely, man. Um, how can people find you? Okay. Um, on all my social media platforms, you can find me on YouTube. You can find me on Instagram, TikTok, uh, co at Coach Mall. I think uh, on Instagram is Coach Mall zero four. And if you're looking for me on Facebook, Jamal Staten. Simple as that. 
So um, yeah, come come find me, man. I'm I'm gonna be updating everybody on everything that I have going on. It's gonna be constant updates of the daycare, uh, child growth. I got the kids' parents signing off waivers so I can post them and stuff. So you know what I'm saying? You'll see our, our trips. Like I said, like I told him today, we took the kids over to uh, the Navy base and we took them more trips because we have a couple of our kids that have um, dads in the Navy. So if their dad can't show them the boat, working hard, this is what he's working on. This is the boat. And we had somebody kind of show them around. Like, yes, they may not fully understand, but it's an experience that we can expound on. So definitely death and then also how can if if a dad in your area want to get involved like how can they get involved they just reach out to you same way reach out to me man facebook instagram uh email is jamalstaten.com uh, uh, i'm sorry at gmail.com anyway if you if you message me i am i am very involved i'm probably going to try to fill you out at one of my comedy shows and be like look if you gonna come, you gotta come to my stand up. But there you go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but nah, I'm 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 here all day, man. I definitely definitely would love to get more males involved because it'll make it a lot easier for for me. And just coaching men on on being a dad, like that's that's the real work, you know. Like somebody mm -hmm. may not know that they needed help with coaching or they need yeah. the help working on their patients until you know. They they come and we we have a conversation and we we fix it. We we have to help each other. That's what building the community is about. Definitely, definitely, man. I thank you for coming on. All his um information will be in the bio. It will be not in the bio, but will be in the description below. Again, this has been an amazing conversation um, on the podcast. Uh, again, like, subscribe. You know, I'm everywhere. YouTube, Spotify, Google me. You'll find me. Um, and we're out. Peace. Peace. Everything you're doing from here on out, if it didn't have purpose before, now it has purpose. It's the most important thing you'll ever do. Just be a dad.